What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. How are you guys this morning? Amazing. Yourself? I'm fine, thank you. Bruce, how are you? Good morning. Um, yeah, healthy am I. A lot going on these days, especially in uh, in California. And uh, we, we know that uh, things are things are taking a turn out there. And um, yeah, I'm hearing some things, but it's not really confirmed yet. But uh, maybe as the day progresses, we'll, uh, we'll come across some other things uh, that are relating to Los Angeles. But that's not for this morning. This morning, well, actually, there is one thing. Uh, the LA mayor has banned unnecessary walking. GP, I know you love to walk. And believe me, because- All my walking is necessary. You, you refuse to to take, well, it was like pulling teeth to get you in an Uber when you were here. So <laughs> I, I couldn't even get you on. I couldn't get you on a tram. I couldn't get you on a train. Any of that stuff. You wanted to walk to Amsterdam. And I thought, no, well, you know. What's wrong with that? Nothing, considering it's six hours away by high speed rail. You know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. a little bit of a problem if you want to be there the next morning. But uh, oh, LA, mayor, the next morning. LA mayor bans unnecessary walking as part of COVID-19 restrictions, the new COVID-19 restrictions. How on earth is unnecessary walking a problem with COVID-19. I mean, maybe because you're breathing a little bit heavier. Uh, I don't know. He says our city is now close to a devastating tipping point, beyond which the number of hospitalized patients would start to overwhelm our hospital system in turn, risking needless suffering and death. The unfortunate facts, uh, the unfortunate facts about the spread of COVID-19 in our city mean that we must resume some of the more restrictive measures we instituted in the spring. I don't remember unnecessary walking being part of that. Do you? But see, well, again, what they're doing they're, is they're they're, they're doing the guy it. that walks into a bar with a hammer. Walk. Have you ever heard this? The guy that walks into a bar with a hammer. Single bar a hitting. Joke? It is actually what it is. Is they're just they're they're doing this exactly. Guy walks into a bar hitting himself in the head with a hammer. The bartender asks him, "What the hell are you doing?" Goes, "I do it because I feel so good when I stop," <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> which is exactly what's going to happen here. Is we're hitting we're getting ourselves hit in the head with a hammer perpetually. And they're doing that to us here in California. So when Biden comes into office and they're going to be able to say, see, and we're going to, and look at all everything's open and everyone's going to feel good and feel great. And they're going to look at the party as being the benefactor, even though they're the ones that have been hitting us with the, they've been the hammer. Do you want to hear my honest opinion that I hope one day will be proved? Chickens don't have nuggets. I think the Democrat party lost California this time around. I don't think so. As I said, that's my opinion. I I think that they've. This is the closest it's been in a long time. I think they lost it, and I think they are humiliated if it comes to light. That's again my opinion. Just my opinion. I think it's a fifty-fifty. I think it was closer to fifty-fifty instead of uh, sixty-six thirty-three. But there is still a vast majority of people here that are voting. You know, beyond the grave to allow the Democratic Party to continue. And Again, they've been really have, pushing hard. <laughs> I have my opinion. Yeah, I have my opinion. I saw uh, uh, there's a meme floating around of uh, of Jeffrey Epstein, and he's got a little mm-hmm. button on that says, I voted today. Yes, <laughs> that's a good one. 
Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, Bruce talked yesterday about how he was possibly going to change his uh, his voter registration to Democrat in the next election. I said, make sure you do it three times, you know, just to make sure, yeah. <laughs> just, just to make sure that you get it right. The order that Mayor Garcetti puts out prohibits all travel, including without limitation, travel on foot, bicycle, scooter, motorcycle, automobile, or public transit, with limited exceptions. I think you're a limited exception, yes? I'm always a limited exception, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. You are a limited exception. Uh, individuals who work in the healthcare and news industry are allowed to travel, along with individuals going to grocery stores, gas stations, and other locations that are deemed essential. But as we've learned, they're going to start knocking back on the essentials. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll because big box retailers, though, I mean, that's where the real spread's coming in is those places. So we're going to have to start limiting what people can do in those places. They're talking about knocking them back by as, as little as 30 percent and as much as 50. The big boxes I'm talking about. Really? Really. Great. It's awesome because I know all the COVID. OK, there's been I have not seen so many these RVs. We have COVID RVs. I don't know what you guys have where you guys. Are COVID located, RVs? But- yeah, yeah, they're COVID testing RVs. These RVs I'll drive test. up. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. And they, they set up the mobile testing things. Yeah, yeah. They set up the mobile testing, and they the number of positives is it's they're PCR tests. ridiculous, aren't they? Yes, they're PCR yes, tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So they've uh, they're finding from my chit chats with a few that the vast majority of people are positive as compared to the numbers that you know the that that, it, that uh, let's say the Republicans are stating. Or the Democrats or, you know, whatever, the politicians and the, the mainstream media, they have their own agenda. One side says there's less numbers. One side says there's more numbers. It, it, I'll just tell you, there's a lot of numbers. It's a lot. Well, I think it, it's just it's meant it's to be this big. Yeah, it is. But I, honestly, I, to that point, I think it's just meant to be this big, massive, just jumbled up mess and confusion. So you can't mm-hmm. figure out what's actually there. So it's meant chaos. to throw you off. And yeah, it's it's meant to have the chaos to it. And so there's always that attitude of confusion. They need everything to be in a state of flux, a constant state of flux, so they can continue to be uh, the, the ruling arbiter over top of all of it. So we can't... Hitting our heads with a hammer, man. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is that. It is that. But you know what? California, California. All right. That's happening in California. Other side of the country, New York, Staten Island, not happening. They're not putting up with it. There was a bar owner. We talked about him yesterday at Max Bar. Uh, there was a bar owner in Staten Island that declared his bar an autonomous zone. And as I said, well, a bunch of a bunch of low life uh, you know, bum degenerates in in Seattle, they can declare an autonomous zone. That's fine. That's fine. They're allowed to to have a lawless uh, bunch of chaos in there. People can get shot and killed. Uh, the violent crime, the uh, the uh, the sexual crimes, all that was off the charts. That's fine. That's fine. That was the summer of love. But if you open up a restaurant in Staten Island, oh well, you're you're a dangerous criminal. You've got to be shut down. There's no but, financial gain to shutting down homeless or poor people. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's the point. But the, this right here. But they've always used those groups as street armies to uh, to fuel their, exactly. their little ridiculous revolution or whatever it is. Uh, hundreds of people gathered in front of the shuttered Stat- uh, Staten Island Bar in New York City on Wednesday night, protesting the sheriff closure of Max Public House. Uh, supported uh, Supporters chanted, USA, listen to this dangerous, dangerous super spreader protest event. Listen to this. Supporters chanted USA and waved American flags and showed their signs. One read, lock up criminals, not Americans. Can you believe these people? These extremists that are out there in the streets. 
that, that just want to kill people. It, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The amount of the amount of, of people that just showed up and they have the, that lack of empathy like that to, to just want to, to go out there and, and just do that all that harm to everybody. The owner of Max, Danny Presti, has declared his establishment an autonomous zone. He explained that due to Governor Andrew Cuomo's zone rating system for coronavirus cases and associated restrictions, that his bar is closed, while bars and restaurants only a few blocks away are open for indoor dining. Yep. His uh, mm-hmm. his uh, his system. I, I need that clip where he says, that's the law. I need I need that. I need to be yeah. hitting that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got we got to find that. We, we got to go back and get that. Presti and his attorney were interviewed live on Tucker Carlson and spoke out about the conditions of the lockdown that affect uh, the effect on local businesses and the unlawfulness of depriving people of their livelihoods while protesters could be heard behind them. Thoughts? GP, you're a small business owner. You're mm-hmm. a small business guy. I mean, we're, we're all we're all part and parcel to small businesses around here, of course. What do you think of this? I mean, th- this needs to happen across the board, right? It's got it's got to happen somewhere. It's got to happen somewhere. Businesses have to t- have to take a stand. Initially, initially, in in the in the beginning, the of problem all of is this, is when you make a stand. Specialist, here's what happens. It's happening here in California. We lose our license. They, there's no gonna, questions asked. They're going to take everything. They just take them. They just take them. They're going to take. I'm aware of that. It anyway. But there's criminal things that go along with it here in California. You can spend yes. time in jail. They'll put you in jail. They'll fine you. They're never get a never anyway. get a business license. Never get they're a business license it. again. They're and never get. Anyway. I know that's the. But it's the thing is, is you you're you're stuck in this limbo because they have all the power. And people don't want to break the law. That's the problem. And it's, it's, pe- a break in, it's break breaking it's breaking the law because the people you, that are breaking the law. Record. The people that are breaking the law by 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 imposing this are going after the people that don't want to break the law, enticing them to break the law so they can put them in jail. Yes. Did we lose you? No. <laughs> are you are you steaming off camera? Is that, is that what it no, is? No, it's, it's just it's a frustrating. It's a yeah. I'm breaking. I'm definitely breaking things. No, it's so frustrating that we have we are impotent over here, business owners in California. We have to uphold to the. Do you know if I want to do business in a city, every city that I do business in, I have to have a business license here in California. True. Yeah. Anywhere you it's, go. it's very it's a different. Yeah. Well, it's a difficult situation over here because literally your city could be. One city is just a mile across. You know, and just in my area alone, there's 15 cities within 20 miles. Mm-hmm. So th- that's frustrating. And then so you start losing your business license in all of those. The government has absolute control over your life as a business owner here. You're taxed to death. You're, that's why everyone's leaving. There's no, there's no representation for small business owners here. And I'm, I'm sure it's the same thing across the board as in we're going to see what's going to happen in New York. Well, New York, this is what's happening in New York. The protest is going on in front of this man's business. He actually stood up in front of the crowd. He said, and I'm quoting here, he says, we are a community. We take back Staten Island tonight. We take all the states back. This is how we take our country back. As I said, it's a start. It's a start. But in the uh, end, as a business owner, it's a it's a constant fear that you're going to lose your license. I understand. I, I understand that. But and insurability. But here's the question. Here, here's and have question. a criminal record. Yeah, here's here's the question, though. They're, they're making you a criminal to own a business, to open and operate mm-hmm. your business. That That's mm-hmm. that's criminal, in their opinion, because they'll shut you down. So the idea that's, okay, you're worried about losing your license and all that stuff, you're not going to have a business to have a license for. Yeah, so that's they've, getting they've there. Put, they've put people in, in a catch-22. You're damned if you do, mm-hmm. damned if you don't. So they've kind of put you in that in the middle of that. Uh, another woman who was at that protest, uh, Christine Salica of Westley, uh, Westerly, said she's been unemployed since March and told the Staten Island Advance that 
she says, this is her quote, she says, to me, this is a revolution. Speaking of Cuomo, Cuomo and his legislators are collecting our paychecks and then they're putting us out of work. Mm hmm. That's exactly what they're doing. These dumbasses that are sitting in these offices, these pathetic politicians, they're killing the goose that lays that golden egg every day. That's what they're doing. The people that are out there that own those businesses, you, everybody else, any U.S. citizen that pays taxes, they're the ones that pay their, I mean, we're we're the ones that pay their salary. Mm -hmm. The the people that own those businesses pay their salaries and they're going to shut them down. You know, there's kind of a, a, a little bit of irony here. The left complains about the billionaires not paying their fair share, right? The majority of taxes are paid by the wealthy. So if billionaires aren't paying their fair share, according to the left, that means it goes to the next wealthiest, which is business owners. So they're increasing taxes or wanting to increase taxes. In in New York, for example, they are increasing taxes. They're increasing fines and whatnot. Um, it's up to three times more in the um, fines and whatnot. So things that were $1,000 are now $3,000. And in some cases, it's it's up to $5,000. But the business owners are the ones that are are having to bear the weight of the taxes and these, these fines and whatnot. Now they're shutting them down. Who's going to continue paying the taxes now? Well, that's a good who's point. Gonna I mean... pay, who's going to pay for the welfare stuff they're wanting to bring in as well? I mean, they've talked about doing the wealth tax. You know what's going to happen if they try to do a wealth tax to pay for these welfare stuff? See you later. Money's gone. I mean, I uh, just, the wealthier leave. I guess they'll just print what they need at this point. I mean, at a state level, you can't. No, you can't. Uh, so, but you can. Honestly, I don't know what they're going to. But do. you can bankrupt it, and you can hold you can hold it hostage and say, "Well, the, you know, we need this from uh, we need this from the uh, the federal government. Otherwise, we're going to go under." And then use the state as leverage. I mean, it's just it's a it's a okay. go under. It's disgusting. See. Yeah, it's disgusting. And and they've parlayed all of their damn pensions anyway at the state level. So I mean, they're not going to have anything yeah. if the state yeah. if the state folds, if the state shuts down, if the state declares bankruptcy, which I'm not even sure that they can actually do that. All the pensions are gone. Yeah. Honestly, if they tried to do a, if they tried to use their state as hostage, if you will, take it and and basically hold the state as ransom, either you pay off our debt on the federal level or we secede, which they've, you know, they've been talking about secession for a while now. If I were in leadership, I'd be like, all right, see you later. You guys can't make it on your own anyway. So uh, we're not paying for your debt. This isn't, this is, this is my problem that I, that, I want states to experiment on their own, right, within the bounds of the Constitution. If you want to have your welfare system, your welfare state, or your socialist programs, go for it. Have at it. Do it. Make sure it's constitutional, but do it on a state level. But when it fails, don't expect the federal government to bail you out because that's money from other states that chose not to follow the same decisions that you followed. So mm-hmm. uh, in California's state, you guys brought it on your own self. I mean, you guys. Sorry, pay for it yourselves. If, if you can't make it work, don't come crying to the rest of us. Well, good news. Good news. Middle of winter. You know, we got flu season coming up. Everybody's going to be bundled up out there except for California. Well, I don't know. What, are you guys cold out there right now? Uh, no, it's actually no? quite warm. Windy okay. where I'm at, but All right, not well, cold. You probably won't be needing one of these, but you might want to just pick one up just for the sake of actually saying that you own one. Because I think, to be honest with you, I mean, GP, if, if you owned one of these particular sweatshirts, I mean, it would make you so cool. You'd almost be jealous of yourself, I think. What is it? It is, well, AOC, right? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She is selling a Tax the Rich sweatshirt for $60. 
uh, mm. on her on her website. Sixty five. Is it sixty five? Oh, it is. It is sixty five. It is sixty five. She's also selling these other shirts. Uh, she's selling um, uh, one that says "Abolish Ice." Uh, and she's also, of course, I mean, great slogan, great slogan. Uh, and she's also, and I love this one, drink water and don't be racist. Don't be racist. No, drink water and don't be racist. Mm-hmm. Well, because you see, drinking coffee or any other beverage, see, that's racist. So you have to drink water. Uh, where'd the water come from? Fiji water. This one comes from a natural <laughs> spring in, um, in, oh, oh, you, oh, you, okay, that was a, that was a joke. <laughs> well, no, actually, that's a good point because they're saying it's racist, right? Coffee and these other ones. Uh, well, if you've got the water imported, where was it from? Mm-hmm. Where, who, who? I, I think the, uh, the irony of this is actually more. Who's the one that worked at the water treatment plant? You know, it's funny. There was this uh, there was this place when I grew up that they had this uh, uh, this water company that would go around, you know, bring those office water jugs around, you know, the five gallon things because you could go out and you could buy those things for your home. So I had one and you had to call this company to bring those things around, take away the empties and, and bring new ones around. And I said, hey, this really comes from a spring. And the guy just looked at me and says, we run it through seven high pressure swimming pool filters. That's all we do. There's a two inch yep. main that comes out of the wall, and that's what we do. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Yep. But the irony of the sweatshirt is she promotes socialism and she's doing a capitalist, capitalist thing. <laughs> it's like yep. okay, but also, also GP, if you're if you're interested, which I'm sure you can give these out as gifts. Uh, among the swag up for grabs is a Green New Deal organic baby onesie for twenty five dollars. You can also get a uh, an abolish ice cap for twenty eight dollars. Really. And a Green New Deal dog collar for seventeen dollars. Mm-hmm. Sure, she wears that enough. What? Wait. It, the proceeds don't go to a charity, though. I guess she hasn't set up her own five hundred one c three just mm-hmm. yet. Uh, I'm sure they haven't gotten to her on that one, but I'm sure she's in the process oh, of doing right, that. Right. It's going to her political uh, contributions. Um, oh. It says mm. it actually says right there purchases are campaign contributions. I see. Here's the thing, AOC. If it wasn't for the fact that she was spewing the socialist rhetoric, right? If she wasn't spewing the capitalists are evil, capitalists are pigs, she wasn't spewing that rhetoric, I would applaud her for doing this, for creating merch and using her um, fame, if you will, to make some money. That's capital. I mean, that's entrepreneurship, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm fine Absolutely. with it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I'm good with it. But the problem I have with it is principle. It's hypocritical. You're You're sitting here saying tax the wealthy, tax the rich, do away with capitalism. And yet you're out here doing this, uh, making merch and, and making money off of this. Um, In a tweet. But we have to know what her definition of socialism is. Her definition of socialism may be cap, we may be a free market, you, which is good social programs. Do you know how many different forms of That's socialism not, there are? Each, how many different socialists are there out there? That's, That's how many. exactly right. That's exactly right. So Because everybody interprets it differently. Exactly. No, see, no. Uh, I can I can answer you on what her type of socialism is, whatever her handlers say. That's, well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I got but a question if, for you guys off off uh-huh. off on topic, uh-huh. and, and maybe you can help me out on the definition. This, you know, the the racism. It goes back to the racism situation. Oh, if you okay, I'm sorry, but I, I have to ask if you bring up race, that's racist, right? Well, if, I mean, you, well, if, you're, if unless, you divide people by races, if you divide people by races, is that racist? Well, like some people yes. get some benefits, other people's don't. Naturally, yes. 
Yes okay. and no. It depends on the context. One group gets something, another group doesn't. Well, I mean, in that scenario, then if you're basing if you're basing decisions based on race, you know, if mm-hmm. it's solely based on race, then yes, that's racist. Okay, what if we if we made laws that that nobody can talk about race? Isn't that racist? Because you're eliminating I mean, races. A, I mean, there's a here's the thing. I, this is all, this is kind of funny. You bring this up because I was actually mentioning to uh, to Bruce yesterday. I said. And and this, I mean, open to open to interpretation here, open to a discussion. Mm-hmm. But um, I said on the other end of this, when when this is all said and done, and all this air is cleared, mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to take the steps just like the Germans did when it came to the Nazi movement, the Nazi Party, and all that stuff. They outlawed it after the war. Mm-hmm because of what mm-hmm. it caused. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to do the same thing with identity politics and all the rest of it. We're going to have to outlaw all this crap when it's all said and done. We can't do it now, obviously, because, I mean, we're going to have to go through it. We're going to have to clean out the courts, justice, and all that stuff. But it's an ideology that is extremely destructive and is literally tearing Western civilization apart at its core. Mm-hmm. So we, we've got, on the other end of this thing, this kind of garbage has got to go, in my opinion. It would be very difficult to pass in law uh, because of the way the Constitution's worded, because we have freedom of speech, that literally gives you the freedom to talk to be racist. I mean, if you want to, if you want to, spe- or we have uh, laws that will put people that say racist statements in jail. But they're changing the meaning of those particular interpretations. That's what, to get away with this stuff. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So, uh, constitutionally speaking, if you were to say something racist, mm-hmm. um, constitutionally, well, that's your freedom of speech. Nothing mm-hmm. should happen. But. Uh, because we have affirmative action, because we have some of these other laws that are, uh, and they're wanting to be able to discriminate. California tried to pass the discrimination law to where they could discriminate based mm-hmm. on your race, gender, um, you know, and all that. Right, right. Which didn't pass. That that actually failed. Thankfully, yes. But if they continue down that road and 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 want to do that, it will be illegal for you to talk about race, but only if you're white. Okay. Well, it's just, it's a situation. Okay. Like what, what about, is it minorities or is it, uh, how do they decide which race is the race problem? Because like here in California, 50% of California's population is Hispanic. 50, almost 50, but 30% is white. 31% is white. Now they're saying now that now they're coming back with this thing. And we were just talking about it last week that now they're coming back with this thing, talking about how the Hispanics are more akin to, um, to teaming up with white people when it comes to to privilege yeah. uh, and things and, like that, and also the um, the Asians. Asians, well. Asians have historically been, you know, because they've had it very easy here in America. They've they've never worked on the railroad. No Hispanics. They've never been so, sold into slavery. We were talking about Hispanics. Yeah. Well, we're, we're I know Hispanics. We're well, talking Asians, about Hispanics. Yeah. Asian. Yeah, that's true. Because well, but Canada, the Hispanics. See, here's the Hispanics. They're, this is going to come out to light. And this is a tough thing is you've got to remember where where is they where they come from? They're Europeans. Yes. Their ancestors are Europeans. Well, you know, uh, who the largest uh, slaveholders uh, were. Mm, 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 mm. I know. Yes and no. I know. Yes. Yes and no. I know where you want to go with this. Yes and no. They're more akin to to Middle Eastern. That was a migration and that was a portion yep. of yes. Spain, not all of Spain. Correct. Okay. All right. We could, the we governing can, body we can of a, Spain, we the royalty of Spain. Yeah, yes. Yep. Okay. We can compromise on that. Okay. The royalty of Spain, the traditional leaders of Spain have been European. Also, yes. by the way, based on migratory patterns and everything from the human race, it's believed that the human race came from the Middle East anyway. So 
We all yes. exactly. That's, yes, uh, that's true. Yes. Well, no, I, I was actually, I guess, in the form of civilization building in that context, mm-hmm. I was I was kind of referring to the fact that if you look at like Spanish culture and then, of course, what migrated mm-hmm. Spanish Portuguese. And if you look at that as compared to what obviously migrated across to Central and South America when the uh, when they came across mm-hmm. to conquer and, and colonize and things like that, it's more akin to Middle Eastern style of living as opposed to European. That was my only point to that. Absolutely. Because the quick. Equivalently, when during the time period when we had the people coming across, you know, going over into Spain from the Middle East, they were starving. I mean, yeah, Spain they had a they didn't know how to grow crops. They had the desert issues. They had architectural issues. They were they were mud people. And it wasn't if it wasn't for the people from the Middle East, they wouldn't have been anywhere. I mean, mud people. Yeah, I know. Mud people. Seriously, <laughs> mud, mud people. people. But uh, if you look at ancient Europeans. Yeah, the vast majority of people live like mud people. They lived in mud ho- houses. You go, and- you go back like fifteen thousand years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. You didn't have to even go back that far. You can go back. No, you can go back eight hundred. Oh, over eight hundred years. Over ago. a century. Yeah, yeah eight hundred years ago, and we're well. We're if you look, mud well, five five hundred years ago. I mean, go well, go, go okay. Go to Europe. Five hundred years, years ago, the fifteen hundreds. Okay, so we got the the Elizabethan. T- well, the sixteenth century was Elizabethan time. But- yeah, but if you go back to the fifteen sixteen hundreds. Most yeah. of Europe couldn't read and write. Oh, I, absolutely not. And look at where they are now. Pretty primitive. Yeah. But what I was going with is the Spanish, why they're going to start getting onto the uh, against the Spanish is, is more and more people are reading and realizing that Spain actually was the largest migrator of Africans to the Americas, mm-hmm. next to Portugal. Mm-hmm. Next, to You Portugal, got yeah. 5 million out of Spain, a little less than 5 million out of Portugal, 400,000 from England, and... 32,000, somewhere around there, from America when America, you know, seceded from England. And then you've got a few thousand in Dutch uh, or 10,000 10, change. That's what's going to be the, the mitigating factors. It's why you're looking at this movement against the Spanish. It's one group wants to dominate and make every other group, you know, the uh, have to do reparations. You're not you're going to get a lot more reparations if you get 90 percent of the population than you are going to get from 30 percent of the population. True. I, I have an inoculation versus rep, uh, reparations um, mm-hmm. widely, widely um, accessible in the United States. Mm-hmm. Comes in many sizes. I'll leave it at that. So. OK, reparations. How, how, how do you pay that? But what about the fee? OK, so yeah, there is no reparations. See? It's a joke. It's a joke. It's not even like that's not even a discussion. Right. So uh, we are out of time this morning, so we are going to have to go. Thank you guys for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.